Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats, and happy Friday as always. We've got a lot to get to this show. Big win for the University of Arizona, which we're about to talk about against USC. We cannot minimize that, and got a big game coming up against UCLA Bruins. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Luke. All right. We got a lot to get to this show. All right. First, let's talk about Arizona and beating a big, getting a big time win against the USC Trojans. Okay. First and foremost, this was a big win. This was a good win for the Wildcats. We cannot minimize that this was a good win for a variety of reasons. First, USC is good. Now, I'm not saying they're great. But if USC was, say, in the Big Ten, they would be a projected top five seed. I'm actually not even kidding about that. That's the problem. But that's a good win, though. USC, across the board, pretty talented. You've got big. You've got uh, Boogie Ellis, who we've seen up close, can really, really play. And then you got Drew Peterson, who Arizona always shuts down, which is uh, obviously a good thing if you're a Wildcat fan. Um then on the wings, as we've talked about it, you got good perimeter players as well. You got, uh, you know, you've got uh, Kobe Johnson. You've got, by the way, that was a punk move, Kobe Johnson. You've got Trey White. You've got Reese Dixon Waters. It's a good team. And I think next year they're going to be uh, even more loaded. So, again, lots to like right there. Um, and from an Arizona perspective, because that's what we're going to be talking about here, there was a ton to like. First, Azulis Tabellis. Love what we did. It got out of Azulis in this game. Because as we've said from day one, if Arizona is going to go far, the big reason is, is that Azulis Tabellis is um, going to play like a first-team All-American. If he plays like a first-team All-American, then um, Arizona is going to go some places. But the problem, though, is that um, there's a lot of times when he doesn't play like a first-team All-American. But this was a game where you could tell that Tommy Lloyd, the Tommy Gun, as we affectionately call him, said, "All right, we got to get my guy. We got to get the guy going right here." And not only did they get him going, he had eight points, five rebounds by the under twelve timeout. That's what you want out of Azulis Tabellis right there. And then Courtney Ramey um, said it on another platform, and I'm going to continue to say it that Arizona needs, I believe, needs Courtney Ramey to be its second best player because when I watch Courtney Ramey, I say that you know what, that's a guy who can take over a game, again, not take over a game in like a vintage Miles Simon, you know, Final Four type runway, but a guy that could, uh, you know, a guy who could, you know, make a three, get into the lane, finish around the hoop, and when he does that, you've got, uh, you know, he can uh, finish at all three levels, and before long, you know, you look up and you're like, oh man, he got 25 points. That's what you need out of Courtney Ramey, and honestly, I believe Courtney Ramey can do it. The thing about Courtney Ramey is that, and we've said this for quite a while, he is physically the most talented perimeter skill player in the conference, or in the, not in the conference, but in the, uh, on the team. Because again, he can handle the ball, he's fluid, he can do a lot of different things out there. There's a lot to like about Courtney Ramey, um, but we just want to continue to see, uh, we just want to continue to see more from Courtney Ramey right there. Now, 
uh, uh, Kirk Kreese gets beat up a lot here. But one thing that you got to say about Kirk Kreese is that he, um, one thing you got to say about Kirk Kreese is that he is a, uh, he's a lightning rod, but you know, when you lead the conference and assist two straight years, um, when you lead the conference and assist two straight years, then you're doing something right, right there. And he obviously is doing something right again, kind of making the big, making big time shots when it matters. And not only is he making big time shots when it matters, um, he's, that's basically been the way that he's been pretty much, uh, he's been pretty much all, pretty much all his career. He's the guy that we've talked about. He can go three for 11 from the field. Um, and, uh, you know, when he goes three for 12, you're going to be confident that he's probably going to make that fourth one right there. That's just what he's been able to do pretty much his entire career. Um, now, with uh, um, the rest of this squad, though, Umar Ballo, you got to continue. All I need out of Umar, I don't need Maui Umar Ballo, although I would love Umar Ballo uh, to be Ma- Maui Ballo. Maui Ballo, I like that. But I need, 12, I need 12 and 10 out of you because, again, I don't need him to be the first-team All-American I mean, that's, you know, that's just not what I'm saying, but I do need him to be a player who, when he gets, uh, when he gets going, you know, you know, game in and game out, he can get a, uh, he can get a, um, a guy who, uh, you know, every game you're going to be getting that one right there. Um, they, uh, all right now, um, with uh, the rest of this squad right here, said Hender or said Henderson, Paul Larson, you're at a seven man rotation, so you got to get the most out of uh, you got to get the most out of the uh, uh, what you're getting right there. And quite frankly, I think they're going to be able to do that from that seven man rotation. I do worry a little bit about not playing the peaks, um, mainly because I don't. Um, they. Uh, <sighs> Here's here's my deal with the peaks. I want one of the peaks to play mainly because come tournament time you're going to need a seven. You're going to need somebody to come in there and play. I get not wanting um, they. I get not wanting to play. Uh, you know, young guys right now to ru- you know to kind of ruin their confidence. But Henry Vasar, I think, has to play five to eight minutes a game. Um, just because I think there's going to be a time when he's called upon. I get it. Coaches tighten the rotation. The Tommy Gunn certainly knows a lot more than I do. I would like to see him play more, though. But overall, um, uh, they uh, they this was a great, great win for the Wildcats. And it was a win, too, where you never really felt the game was in doubt. You always felt that, all right, Arizona's got this. Arizona's got... Um, uh, Arizona's got this, and not only does Arizona got this, they're going to kind of keep them at arm's length. Now there were um, there were times when you're like, okay, USC is getting a little too close for comfort here, but um, they're going to uh, at the end of the day, Arizona shut them down each time. Now looking ahead to UCLA right here. Now UCLA, I am firmly in the camp that Arizona can still get a number one seed. Um, and, uh, not only can I, uh, um, not only do I believe that, that they can get a number one seed, um, I believe that they can also, uh, get one with ease. Here's, here's the play. First, we're going to preview UCLA, Arizona here in just a second. Um, but first things though, that we got to do, we got to talk about 
what a win against UCLA would mean. You beat UCLA, you're squarely back on that two line. I don't think anybody is disputing that. And if you're squarely back on the two line, then you win the Pac-12 tournament with another win against UCLA. I think it's pretty. Um, I think it's pretty much. Uh, I think it's pretty much the case, though, that um, that Arizona is. If Arizona gets that two seed, you go into the conference and um, you go into the conference and not only do you go into the conference winning uh, with a chance at a one seed, but um, going to the conference is a one seed. Um, and you're going to have a real opportunity right there, though, to beat UCLA again. If you beat UCLA again, you can't have – a, in my opinion, you can't have a situation where Arizona it beats UCLA three times. And again, we're making some jumps right here. We're going to talk about this here in a few minutes. Um, but um, we're going we're going to talk about this here in a few minutes about UCLA and the preview. But I can't sit here and say that you know what? If you don't beat UCLA, if you don't beat UCLA, um, you're uh, you're not going to be a one seed. If you beat them three times, you got Tennessee, you got Indiana, you got San Diego State, you got Creighton. Those are all big-time wins right there on top of, uh, oh, again, Indiana, Big Ten team. You should get multiple points for that one right there. So, again, that's kind of where it's at. Um, now, let's talk about UCLA. But first, before we talk about UCLA, let's talk about FanDuel. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Okay. Now, this is the betting time of the year. I know that football's done. Totally get that. But it, basketball's here. March Madness is here. The NBA is here as well. you got playoff. My favorite sport is hoops, and that's kind of where we're at. So, again, FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Check it out right there. FanDuel Sportsbook. Great stuff. And, again, you can do in-game odds. You can get futures. You can do props. You can do anything you want right there because it's just a good time. It's a fun place, and it's very well-respected. No, It's certainly not a fly-by-night thing. Nobody says, what's FanDuel? Will I get my money? No, of course you're going to get your money. So hop on there. This is the time of the year to do it. Okay. Now, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you, and we're going to break down position by position. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. Um, now, Arizona UCLA position by position previews right here. First and foremost, it starts with Jaime Hawkins. No, I get with uh, I get with Jaime Hawkins that you know. Here's the deal. Jaime Hawkins is, I believe, the Pac-12 Player of the Year. I believe he should be the Pac-12 Player of the Year. Um, and not only should he be the Pac-12 Player of the Year. He's he's the dog. He's the dude that, you know what, when the chips are down, Jaime Hawkins clearly wants the ball. And again, I thought it was a Julius Tabellas for the longest time, but the past couple of weeks, I think Jaime Hawkins clearly deserves that award. 
So that's where you got to start with UCLA, but position by position. Tiger Campbell, Kerr Carissa, you know, Kerr's a tough dude, don't get me wrong, um, but he's limited. Tiger Campbell's better. Tiger Campbell's one of those players. Again, I've said this before, he's like a poor man's Mike Bibby, not necessarily stylistically, but you don't really understand the impact on the game until you look, or even maybe by the box score, and then you look back and you're like, man, and this, uh, you, uh, you basically controlled this entire you controlled this entire game. That's what Tiger Campbell does right there. He's that dude right there. So again, better than Kirk Creaser right there. Um, and then at the shooting guard spot, here's where it gets kind of fascinating, though. You got Courtney Ramey, you got David Singleton and that Amari Bailey kind of hybrid thing for so for so for sake of argument right here. We're going to just compare wings by wings. First of all, just talked about what I love about Courtney Ramey, what he's been able to do for the Arizona Wildcats. Um, I believe that he is the best wing in this matchup right here. I think he's got the most experience. I think he's got the highest upside in a game. Again, I get Amari Bailey. He's got higher long-term upside. I'm talking right now. Um, so again, I would go Arizona right there. But Amari Bailey is a incredibly, uh, incredibly athletic, pretty skilled lefty. I'm always partial to lefties, by the way. Um, not that anybody cares. But so again, but right now, Courtney Ramey's better at basketball. Um, that probably won't be the case in two or three years, but right now that's the case. Then you got the wing position. You got Sed Henderson. You got Pella Larson. And Sed Henderson, Pella Larson, both of them solid dudes. Because again, you can pretty much go into a game knowing that all right, what am I going to get from both these guys? You're probably going to get about a combined 17 points, probably about nine rebounds, and six, seven assists. You take that every single day of the week right there. Absolutely. Then, again, with the uh, UCLA, then you got another guy. You got David Singleton. Contrary to what our good friend Corey Williams said, though, David Singleton is a three-point shooter, um, but and he's limited. So you got to basically stay out on him. He's not a bad player. I'd love to have David Singleton, but... You know he's limited. So right there, you know, I, I think it. I think it's essentially a wash. I would probably rather have Arizona's wings, but you know, no harm, no foul, right there. Um, then at that power forward spot, and again, it's a little tedious because these positions don't quite line up. Not sure all these people are going to be guarding each other, but I would go with. Uh, I would. I'd rather have Jaime Hawkins again. Zoo is awesome. Always need to preface that. I know I get. I'll get hate for saying this. But, you know, Hawkes is also the guy that um, you can clear him out and he can make plays. He's also a guy that, quite frankly, in the last few minutes of a game, I want. Um, so, uh, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where it's at right there. Um, so, Jaime Hawkes, uh, Julius Tabelis, but it's close. So, again, I'll give the edge to UCLA right there, but it's not certainly immense. It's not anything like that. Then, at the... Uh, um, then at the uh, center position, you got Bona and you got Umar Ballo. Umar in this game has to dominate uh, Bona. Here's why. Bona is another guy, probably long-term, got more potential than Ballo, but he's also significantly smaller. He's also younger than Umar Ballo. Umar Ballo needs to have a 15-10 and 10 game in here where he just kind of wears him down. That's what we want out of Umar right there, and I think we're going to get it out of Umar again. Umar is, uh, he's not Kareem, he's not Akeem, but he's a pretty darn good college basketball center, and I love having him in the mix right there. I think he's going to play very, very well. Then you look at the bench. Arizona's basically got two bench dudes. We talked about Pella Larson. Then UCLA coming off the bench. 
You got Max Eddie in. He stinks. And you got Dylan Andrews. I like Dylan Andrews long-term. I do like uh, um, uh, I do like Kylan Boswell significantly more long-term, though. And you got Will McClendon, who I don't think is very good. But uh, UCLA, Arizona off the bench. I think it's hard not to give Arizona that advantage. But, again, I don't want to speak out of both sides of my mouth because we included Pella Larson in that breakup of the, or breakdown of the wings. But, Kylan Boswell, you got to just continue to build on what you've been doing because, quite frankly, you have been fantastic. And um, you are the uh, – you're like I said, you're going to be getting the keys to the car here soon. Um, you watch him, and from a scoring perspective – from a passing perspective, from a defensive perspective, he's good. And he's getting a little bit of that chippiness in there, which I never have a problem with. So, again, Kylan Boswell, fan of what you're doing right there. All right. Now, what would this mean? What would the outcomes mean for both teams? But first, Built Bar. You look at the biggest, strongest teams out there on the West Coast. Generally, you think of a UCLA. The reason you think of a UCLA is – or, excuse me, UCLA, Utah – is because they're big and they're strong. Built Bar is also based out of Utah. Check it out. Built Bar, great. Uh, first of all, tastes good. It's also a great thing. When you come out of the gym, you know that Built Bar is going to be very, very good for you. And it tastes good. That's the big thing. A lot of these protein bars, they taste like poo. And you don't look forward to your post-gym workout because of that. Built Bar has changed the equation right there. It's revolutionary. Based out of Utah, the reason they're big, strong people out of Utah, Arizona players are using it. That's why they're getting big and strong. Check it out, Built Bar. We'll be right back with you talking about the future and what this would mean for both teams. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we've got a ton to get to as far as what a win here would mean for the University of Arizona. And a big reason that... Uh, um, again, you want a one seed. First of all, it's easier for me to travel at that point, which, again, that's pretty much what this is all about. But it's also better. I would much rather play in Las Vegas. With the way that Arizona fans travel, you don't want to be a two seed in the East. Now, granted, a lot of times if you're a two seed, they're going to try to keep you in the geographical location. But if you're a three seed, <coughs> they're probably going to ship you wherever you want. And quite frankly, I have no problem with that. Um, but at the three seed line, at the three at the three seed line, you know, it's a little bit more herky jerky. Now, with Arizona though, you uh they're they're gonna have a chance to basically control their own destiny. Like I said, if you beat UCLA, you're squarely back in that two line. If you're not already, and you're probably looking, you're not that far away from a one seed. That's what a win would mean there, and it would make Arizona's path easier. UCLA, interesting situation because um, they're kind of in that same spot. They don't have the wins Arizona does, but they've also don't have the losses that Arizona does. So you can make that case as well. But both these teams need this game, even though UCLA has wrapped up the conference, kudos to UCLA. You know, they deserve to win the conference, but this is where Arizona also needs to be able to, uh, exert itself. You lost a game against ASU that you shouldn't have lost. You got to get it back somehow. You held serve against SC. I get that. That was a pick 'em game, but um, you know when you when you've got a pick 'em game like that, you've also got a uh, you know you got to win that, won that. Now beat UCLA, and all of this is forgiven. That ASU loss then is forgiven because you're now looking. Uh, I mean, let's be honest here. If you got the ASU loss, then you beat UCLA. 
you're kind of right back in there where you were, and there's nothing that anybody can say about that. Then you got the Pac-12 tournament, which we know that Arizona owns. Arizona fans travel because Arizona fans care about basketball. That is a big, big deal. All right. Arizona-UCLA, game of the season to end the season, as we know. And we will be back with you Monday. I'll obviously have a locked on now tomorrow as well, uh, 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 broadcasting what exactly happened here. But again, bear down, back the A. Everybody out there, really, really support all of you. We will be back with you Saturday on Locked On Now, but again, also Monday because we're in game by game. And then we got the Pac-12 tournament coming up as well. So for everybody out, or everybody out there, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks a ton for listening to Locked On Wildcats. We will talk with you tomorrow.